0: Did you wake up one day wondering how you ended up in the shit show of life, where the only joy you find every day is doom scrolling TikTok, silently wondering why you had to relearn, how to part your hair in the middle, and laughing at cat videos? Are you tired of wearing all the hats, doing all the things, and taking care of everyone else while you can't even sit down for an hour alone without feeling guilty? Then let me welcome you to Hustle Culture Dropout, where we're trading the chaos for clarity. I'm your host, Chastity Campbell, mom, wife, entrepreneur, and professional procrastinator. And I'm ready to bring you along as we discuss everything from burnout to self-care and entrepreneurship to wellness. If you're looking for someone who's got it all figured out, you are definitely in the wrong place. But if you want to discover how to be genuinely happy, make an impact in this world, and occasionally have mindless conversations about the latest celebrity gossip, I've got you. So get ready for some no-nonsense real talk as we take on the insanity of life and what it means to be a woman in today's world. This is Hustle Culture Dropout. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Hustle Culture Dropout. We are in on episode five. I am your host, Chastity Campbell, and today we are going to chat about a topic that you have probably never heard of. And honestly, I had never heard of it described in this capacity before a few years ago. So, totally fine if you've never heard of it talked about, at least in this capacity. How we're going to talk about it today and that topic is the gender confidence gap. We're going to talk about what it is, why it matters, and most importantly, obviously what you can do about it. So the first thing I wanted to do before we kind of dive into all of that is I want to talk to you about the experience that I had this weekend at the Taylor Swift Eras Tour movie. Okay, I know that many of you have seen it all over the place where it's like basically you're in the movie theater, people dancing all around. Our particular showing was not super crowded, but there were these sweet little girls that were just completely dancing, going up and down the aisles. They were standing at the front of the theater dancing. My little girls were dancing. We were all singing at the top of our lungs, and it was absolutely incredible. And so I. I'm saying all of this because I have always been a fan of Taylor Swift, but I definitely would not identify as a Swifty. And so basically, I realized that It's only been in the last few years that I've really taken notice of her. I mean, she's basically fucking owned the world the last few years. So, and I realize if you are a Swifty, she's probably always owned the world. But for me personally, prior to, I would say like the last couple years, like she made some catchy music. She like completely was robbed of her VMA moment by Kanye West and like what a dick he was to her. That is basically like the extent of how I felt personally about her. And then somehow, in like the last year, I ended up on Swift Talk. Swift Talk, which obviously led me into the rabbit hole of all things Taylor Swift, right? So I found out that as I was diving into this rabbit hole, that there was all of these like intrigue, like that there was all this intrigue behind her lyrics and how and like how she released albums and people were looking for secret messages. And it, it was just this the most crazy and like magical thing that somebody had put this much thought and effort into the way that she would release her albums or the way that she would let everybody in on like the names of her track, like on her midnight album, how she kind of like let everybody in um, on TikTok with these cute little tiktoks and really you know revealing the names of the tracks and so i got completely caught up in that along with like all of the boy drama all the guys that did her dirty but more than anything i started to recognize what a brilliant songwriter she is like lyrically the girl is a fucking genius and maybe it was just where i was in life at the time but her songs started to hit differently And so fast forward to this weekend, and like I said, we took our youngest girls to the movie and literally had so much fun, so much fun seeing these young girls like singing along to this powerful and kind and unapologetically herself woman who had created this generational bridge of music that like mothers and daughters and in our case, uh, grandma, and even, um, my husband, John went with us and people could not be more on fire for this woman. Okay. It was incredible. And so I had already been toying with this week's topic for the, the episode this week, and I already knew that I wanted to talk about the confidence gap. And like I said, I first learned about this a few years ago, but then after watching the uh, movie this weekend, I specifically wanted to start talking about the gender confidence gap, because as I left the theater yesterday, I just kept singing in my head, like, I'm so sick of running as fast as I can. Wondering if I get there quicker, if I was a man. Okay, so let's just, you know, I am really going to be brave. If this makes it into the podcast, guys, like my little ditty here, I mean, you know that the trust level is just insane. So what I want to talk about is what exactly is the gender confidence gap. And so it's this phenomenon where women tend to underestimate their abilities and their qualifications. And shocker, men tend to overestimate their abilities and qualifications. So And this happens despite being equally or even sometimes more competent. Women often doubt themselves about their capabilities. And this self-doubt can hold us back from pursuing our goals and from reaching our full potential. And so I wanna just talk about that. And I wanna talk about why it is crucial for us to recognize and address this gap. So first of all, the effects First of all, it affects every aspect of our lives, from our careers to our mental well being. The confidence gap can lead to so much. It can lead to missed opportunities. It can lead to lower pay, slower career progression, not to mention that if you're a woman in business, and I know a lot of you who are listening right now are, it can actually hold you back and keep you stagnant in your business because you just don't have the confidence to take the risks that could really, really pay off huge for you. And so closing this gap is essential for women's empowerment and for gender equality. And so let's just get into some of the facts and information on why this confidence gap even exists in the first place. And I wanna start by saying that studies have shown that it's not about a lack of skill or competence. It's about how we perceive ourselves. And so we often second guess our abilities, fearing that maybe we're not going to like meet expectations, or we're not qualified enough. And so for example, there was a study conducted by Hewlett Packard, and it found that women not only applied for example, there was a study that was conducted by Hewlett-Packard, and it found that women only applied for jobs if they met a hundred percent of the qualifications and criteria. And then men actually applied for jobs if they only met 60% of the qualifications. So it's you have this gap there where it's like men will go after something, even if they aren't a hundred percent sure of it, even if they don't have a 100% of the qualifications of that position, they will take at 60%. They're like, I'm at 60%. Dude, I've got this, like we're going after it. And a lot of that just comes from their confidence. They are confident in their abilities and they're confident in that they are capable enough that once they land the job and they are sitting behind the desk or they are running the business, that they're going to figure it out. And for some reason, Women are like, nope, I got to meet a hundred percent of these qualifications before I will even think about going after this. And so we just need to like start working towards closing the gap. And so in order to do that, we're going to talk about today, three different actionable steps that you can start relating to and implement immediately. So remember, it's all about empowering yourself and embracing your uniqueness. So how can we start working towards closing the gap? I am going to offer three different actionable steps that you can relate and you can start to implement immediately. So remember it's all about empowering yourself and embracing your uniqueness. And then also spoiler alert a shit ton of this doubt and this inability to be confident in ourselves comes from society and the messages that we've had drilled into our heads since the dawn of time that if as a woman we are too assertive or we're too confident or we're too quick to rep- or we're too quick to promote ourselves, we are seen as arrogant, self-centered and aggressive bitches. So what can we do to overcome this nonsense? The first thing that we need to do is we need to start acknowledging our achievements. We downplay our accomplishments all of the time we are thinking that they're not significant enough. So you need to take the time to list your achievements, big, small, medium, whatever it is. And you need to recognize that you have overcome actual challenges in order to succeed. So it's a confidence booster and it's there to remind us that we are capable of doing this. So for me personally, when shit gets hard and I like can't see through the like back to back failures that I have, I have to actively sit and I have to list what I've accomplished. And so I remember even personally, when I started this podcast, I was thinking to myself, I have no credentials. I have no experience to share my ideas. I, what business do I have sharing advice on a podcast? Like who does that? Um, was anybody going to even listen? I have like three followers on Instagram. So it's not like I can like bring over all these followers from my socials and have them start listening to my podcast. People barely know about my business. And besides all of that, I hate public speaking or I hated public speaking once upon a time in college. But obviously I have grown since then. But in my mind, I'm just like, I hate You know, I hate public speaking, so I can't do this. When I was going through this process of why, why am I qualified to start a podcast? I had to just start listing the things that I had accomplished that put me in a position to be here and to show up. And so I grabbed my phone and I just started typing out shit into the notes app. And I, I literally started from like when I had started my candle business and how I literally just stood one night and I was thinking to myself, like, this is an absolute nightmare. What I am doing, peeling these labels off of candle jars so they can be recycled. And it was, it was such a waste of time. And so I was like, what can I do to do this better? And I had never fucking made a candle before in my life. This idea that I had was in October. I made my very first candles that I gifted. I made them in November, gifted them for the holidays. And in January, I filed my paperwork and I formed my LLC. I launched my business in April, again, in October, no fucking clue how to make a candle. So I went from that October to January, actually forming the business to launching in April. The following year, I actually started networking a little bit more. I started learning from other women and making connections within my industry and just the small business world. And I started learning from them and I learned how to pitch myself. And I was featured in local media outlets and I've been interviewed on other podcasts and I rebranded myself as a personal brand to allow for more growth and more revenue opportunities. And I started this podcast, but somehow... I have a tendency to forget all of that. And so now I have to write the shit down. So I just do that personally. Like I said, grabbing my phone, do typing it up in my notes app. You can start a little brag book. You can jot it down on some paper, but it is important that you take some time either every day or every week. I don't get to do it every day. I usually do it every week. I just try to go through and say like, these are the few things that I did and they can be big and they can be small. Like I, you know, I, I did yoga three times this week. I, um, managed to get all of my podcast scripts lined up and ready to go. So any little accomplishment that you have is worthy of being jotted down so you can remember. So another way for you to start leveling up your confidence is to start embracing growth. And learning opportunities. And so sometimes we just lack the confidence because we are so afraid to fail or make mistakes. And so we need to start understanding that making mistakes is part of learning and it's part of growing. And by embracing all of the new challenges and seeing them as opportunities to learn, we can start to boost our confidence. And so you have to remember that literally even the most successful people started out not knowing jack shit, they made a shit ton of mistakes, they failed. And it happens to everybody. So I don't know if any of you listen to how I built this, the how I built this podcast with Guy Raz. It's literally so good. I am obsessed, Parker, and I used to listen to this all the time when I was driving him to middle school, um, to and from middle school. So it's like such good days. But I remember specifically listening to this episode with Sarah Blakely, who is the founder of Spanx, and she started Spanx literally with no business experience whatsoever. I think she like used like 5,000 of her own dollars to start like getting prototypes and started her business. And I remember that specific episode standing out to me so much because she shared that she could remember as a kid sitting down to dinner with her brother and her dad asking them, what did you fail at today? And it struck me because with my kids, I used to often sit around and ask them to tell me a good thing that happened to them. And it was almost always about some great thing that they had accomplished. But having this like reframe on failure was mind blowing for me. And so, and his reasoning behind it was to, to do just that, to reframe the idea of failure, he wanted his kids to understand that failing meant they were trying something. And when you try, you learn and you grow. And that shit stuck with me. And so understanding that the only way to success is through growth and through learning. And the only way that we can get to growth and learning is through failure. So you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay. And you have to accept the fact that you are going to fuck up. You are going to make mistakes. We all do it. It is fine. So uh, one of the things that I also like to do is I like to write down and I like to think to myself, what have I failed at this week and what actual steps can I do to learn and to take me to maybe the next step. Take me back to where I can progress. I can learn. I can grow and get to the point where I then can achieve that goal. But last thing that I want to talk about in terms of how you can increase your confidence is by seeking support and mentorship. And this sort of goes back to what we talked about last week in episode four and like finding your tribe and like having a circle of people that really believe in you. And, but it, it almost takes it a little bit of a step further. You can't be afraid to reach out for support, whether it's from mentors or from friends or from professional resources. Surround yourself with a network of people who understand and who believe in you and your abilities, and that can significantly improve your confidence. It's going to give you a boost. You can learn from that person. And once you learn more, you naturally start to feel a little bit better, right? So seek out mentors and role models who have faced similar challenges and who can provide some guidance and encouragement. So we're all in this together. Sometimes we just need a little nudge and a little encouragement from somebody else we need a little encouragement from somebody on the outside. So recent studies have revealed that women who have mentors are more likely to advance in their careers. And so one of the best things that I did was I, I sought mentorship, I found a business coach. And I knew that I was in a place where I had so much to learn. And the, the idea of, trying to go through all of that on my own was really overwhelming for me. And so I knew that I needed to have somebody help me figure out what I could do in order to get me to the next big step for my business. And so I reached out to a mentor and she is somebody who had sort of been there, done that. And not only did she boost my confidence, but she helped me define my path. She also introduced me to, because through that mentorship program, through the program that I was in, I was able to connect with other women business owners who a lot of them were having the same struggles. And so being able to lean on one another and have this general understanding that we all were trying to figure it out. Some of us were a little bit further along in our journey. And so that really helped all of us to mentor and to be mentored. And it was a literal game changer. I will forever be grateful for that because honestly, without that cohort, without making that decision to seek out a mentorship and to hire a business coach, I would not be sitting here talking today to you. And yes, I have mentioned before that starting a podcast was something that I've wanted to do for several years, but actually having the confidence to sit down and do this would never have happened. If I wouldn't have found other women and, and, and a mentor that could sort of pour into me and be like, like, you've got this, you can figure this out. So besides mentors, You can build a network of peers to inspire you. So you can attend conferences, you can attend seminars, maybe that have to do with your career or different events. Um, You can join online community. There are lots of local groups that you can join also. And like I said, this goes back into what we talked about a little bit last week in episode four. So if you haven't listened to that, I encourage you to go listen to that because it does kind of go a little more in depth in why it's so important to sort of build your community and have the um, ability to connect with other people who are in similar seasons of life as you. So surround yourself with confident, like-minded women who can give you that extra push. And so now you might be wondering why increasing our confidence is so important for work and in life. And it's not solely about career success. Having the confidence allows us to step into leadership roles. It allows us to pursue our dreams, to make our voices heard, to tell our stories. It helps us overcome the imposter syndrome that so many of us feel, and it allows us to assert ourselves in situations where our opinions and our perspective matters. People want to hear from us. People want to hear from you. So you owe it not only to yourself, but to every other woman out there who is sitting there waiting for somebody to share their story and to give them the confidence that they need to then go on and share their own story. And confidence lets us do that. It lets us tell our stories. It also plays a vital role in our mental well-being. So when we trust our abilities, we experience less stress, less anxiety. We can manage challenges better, challenges that life throw at us we can lead a healthier, happier, and more fulfilling life. So when we have that confidence in our own ability, when we can trust ourselves, that will significantly reduce our stress levels and stress. As we've talked about before can lead to a whole other shit ton of nonsense that we really just don't need to be dealing with. So as we go forward Into the rest of this week, I want you to think about how you can actively start closing that confidence gap. Remember that you are capable, you are deserving, you are enough. People want to hear your story, they want your perspective, they want you to share with them. So have the confidence to go out there and do it. And whatever. Community or whatever setting that might be for you. That just might be you meeting new people and connecting with them and sharing something about yourself that then in turn gives them more confidence. And so just believe in yourself, embrace the growth, embrace the learning, start seeking some support and mentorship if you need to do that. And by doing so, we are going to empower ourselves and then just create a world where gender equality is a reality. Thank you so much for tuning in. That's it for this week. I am so happy that you've been here listening with me today, and I thank you for tuning in to another episode. If you found this episode helpful, please, please, please share it with your friends subscribe, leave a five-star review. And this week I will be on socials. We'll be continuing this conversation. And so if you don't follow me on socials, I encourage you to do so. You can find me at Chastity Campbell Co. on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Pinterest, all the places. Or you can hop over to the website. The website is chastitycampbell.com. And if you haven't already listened to episodes one through four, then I encourage you to do that. Binge it. You will not regret it. And I will see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening. I cannot wait to talk to you guys next week.